Hey, what's up? It's the Low Level Podcast. I'm your host today, Behemoth. This is our 25th episode and our one-year anniversary. How about Woo! that, gentlemen? Woo! We made it. Cheers! Cheers, Cheers to that! Cheers to that! Cheers. Oh, it's wine, but this—it's good enough. <laughs> Settle down, you. Yes, welcome, welcome. What, what year is this wine? Uh, well, I believe two- it's a 2003. Is it really? I don't Ooh, know. 2003. I thought it was a 2023. <laughs> oh, you read it backwards. Bush oh, yes, wine. yes, yes. My mm. bad, my bad. I like that. Bush era wine. <laughs> <laughs> As your ears may have tingled, Just Cosmo has returned to us yeah, that's from, yes. from that's the great right. beyond. Hey, another, another clink for Welcome that back. Yeah. Welcome he, back. The, the, the podcast yes. just got too big. The pressure went on. Bought a jet ski. Lost it all. 42-inch TV. Yeah, I had it all. Lost my ass in Guatemala. Wow. Hey, we're exactly. glad to have you back. Thank yep. you. It's yeah. Welcome back. The chair still feel, it feels good. Yes. No, seriously, where the fuck have you been? I've been around. <laughs> At one point, I was in Iowa visiting family. My nephew found a freaking uh, woolly mammoth tooth. What? Yeah, it was insane. It's crazy. And then he, because we were fishing, and then he had he's kind of a rock hound. So he grabs his freaking chisel and hammer. Yeah. And next, you know, he's, he's chiseling the fucking phone. I'm like, oh, God, whatever, you're a kid, keep doing it. But yeah. It was you can't get in too much ass. trouble. You're a kid, right? It was at a state park. I felt weird. I'm oh just, yeah, you definitely can't do that. I know, but we were like, "Oh, fossils!" So he's just fucking around. But like, like holy shit, you found an actual woolly mammoth fossil. I kind of like, I'm like, whatever. You didn't find a fossil, and then I walk over like, like holy shit, you did find a fossil. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. That was a highlight to find this ancient creature. What happened to this this fossil? It's still there. Okay, good. Because I was gonna say, you might have just bust actually, it it's in my car right now. Five bucks. You want to look at it? Five bucks. Five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a steal of a deal. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I used to uh, in uh, grade school. I wore orange um, pants. We know. I wore. Yeah, no, that was middle school. But uh, grade school, you sold I, counterfeit. Uh, I don't know. Fossils. No, I used to bring in uh, these crystals, and I would charge people to. So touch. you were, so you were selling counterfeit things. No, no, it wasn't counterfeit. I would, touch, yeah. I would charge people to touch the crystals. <laughs> no way! Yeah. Just oh to touch gosh. it, yeah. you little shyster. <laughs> yeah, what do you expect? You're even Freaking worse than ant. the snake oil sales. How yeah. much did you charge them? People are young enough; they don't know anything about. I mean, quarters. It wasn't like a lot, but it was enough to to get me by and, and allow me to pay my lunch and get that lunch ticket that my parents wouldn't. <laughs> Do you remember in fifth grade, like uh, Mrs. Tender, Mrs. Tender's tenders? We had to like currents. Oh, yeah, that's right. You had to go to fucking St. Stephen's at that time. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that insurance fr- uh, fraud scheme going. Like, I insured <laughs> pencils and stuff, and like it was weird. It got really messy at the end. I would because uh, you had to give like good grades to get money. I got okay grades. I didn't have a lot of money. I'd, so. I'd put ROMs on uh, CDs, and then like get like burn them onto CDs like the data, or I'd, or I'd put it on a floppy disk, and I'd sell them to people with the emulator file on there. Trying to be like, oh, you really? What, at what age? Yep. Uh, probably like middle school. Because, yeah, because yeah, all you could have to do is just pop it into your computer and then you just open up the emulator and you can open the ROMs right yeah. in there. And I'd be like, it's how you play games on your computer. And they'd nice. be like, no way. Nice. Sick. I would, uh, in fifth grade, we had a Crazy Bones. You guys remember those? Oh, yeah. Crazy Bones. We had a Crazy Bones racket going at our school. Everybody played for keeps. We had this board. And eventually things spiraled too far to control. Too many keeps. And I... Got caught playing on the bathroom floor with another guy. Oh, after we both. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What else were you doing? Prison style. The science. The Prison science style. Crazy both. The science teacher walks in and he sees me about ready to flick. Oh. flick the, <laughs> it's like my prized, my prized crazy bone. At the other guy's thing across the floor, <laughs> this teacher's face. He, we, lo- we both turn. We're like, oh no, we're 
Like we we know we're in trouble. We're boned. He's like, we're boned. And he's like blue slip. Yeah. And then we get sent oh, to detention. Shit. And uh, crazy bones were then banned from the school after yeah. that. Blue balls. But we we were like that. We were like the last straw. Like we're so like fiending to play for keeps. Like look over at each other in the class and give each other the nod and like teacher, can I go to the bathroom? No. A couple minutes later, teacher, can I go to the bathroom? Right. And then we're we're like lining up in there and he's like, they've been gone for a long time. Yep. And uh, n- nobody that round didn't finish, but yeah, was uh, that the last time you played Crazy Bones in public on a bathroom floor? Uh, yep. But I remember I won. <laughs> like they, they had, they had like another the, guy. They had like the really yeah. big ones. They're like you know like there's pogs and slammers. Yeah. And, and so they had like a small version of the Crazy Bone and then a really big version. And I remember winning one off a guy, and it was like I felt like a fucking king. Do you remember the like uh, like actual like pogs and slammers like the ones yeah. Where, like, oh, yeah, the ones that were like like yeah. off the market slammers they were like yeah. made out of pure metal. Dude, metal. I still Ooh. have one. It's a it's a giant eight ball made of brass and it's got two like your pointer finger and your middle finger like indents so you can slam it as hard as you yeah, can. It, yeah, like so where'd you buy I remember that? like I... the, the the you just like show up and like play these games you'd have these like plastic slammers and you're like yeah and then like this some kid would show up and he'd have like the one with spikes and stuff. Oh yeah, you're not. Dude, it was it was around. at least a pound. That's how heavy it was. Yeah, it would destroy. It was massive. Yeah, I never could afford any of that stuff. But one of my core memories what? is pogs were cheap, man. You could make them. You could, you could yeah, buy you could, a thing like, to make, make pogs. Yeah, we were poor, dude. Yeah, you could have made your own pogs <laughs> with pine cardboard. Cones. You could have like glued things to like cardboard. And made I didn't your own have pods. that type of imagination back then. Glue was expensive back then. I disagree, I man. After seeing Terrytown, you had <laughs> Terry you definitely Town. had an imagination back Cheers then. Cheers, Terrytown. Terrytown with Terrytown. Damn, memories were made in Terrytown. Did you know there was a mayor of Terrytown? Yeah, who was it? It was John, my brother. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, there was there was like a see no they had they had an election, but no, I wasn't a part of that. Terrytown was my sisters. Honestly, they were the one with the creativity, the imagination. I was always fiending for for the next the next playstation game to play and yeah uh, uh, yeah i was an, even an addict back then of i was all all games all the time I like chip um, no but one of, my only memory of pogs is i don't even remember people playing it but i remember for whatever reason like one of my a strong memory i have is like at sam's club like the store and this is probably the end of like pogs but they had like a huge pack of pogs for like 10 bucks or something i remember like wanting to get it but also kind of realizing that one, if I knew I asked, I wasn't going to get it. And then two, I think it was kind of the end of the road for Pogs. Like, they were kind of fading out. So mm-hmm. They were, yeah. like, on discount. Did you guys all have Pogs? I, oh, yeah. yeah, I did. I had, like, a, like a couple like canisters of them with some slammers and stuff. But I wasn't, like, super into it. My mom yeah. got me into Pogs. We had one Easter, I had, like, two a shit ton of Pogs that... Yeah. To do with well, because your mom was like, uh, she's a, well, she's a pro pog, she yeah, yeah pro she's pogger. pro pogger. Oh yeah, my <laughs> my mom uh, got sick of us asking for them, so she bought us one that makes them. So you like get a piece of cardboard, just a button maker, picture out of like a picture out of like a magazine, and you stamp it. No, it, yeah. it's actual pog. Like the Sears lingerie, you dog. <laughs> yeah, dude, whatever we could get a picture of, and we make them and. Uh, I remember we like ruined some of our books, like our Berenstein Bear books, and uh, Berenstein. Shut up. Ooh. Mandala effect. Um, yeah. Uh, or we'd like you yes. know our Mario manuals. Yeah, we'd like right. take the the cover off and oh, ruin no. that and punch it on yeah. there. Yeah. So. Do you do you guys remember the uh, the Pog mascot? Kind of looked like a little caveman with a big grin. Oh yeah, no. yeah. Is he, he wore like, like a tiki mask? He was, he was like covered in fr- covered in fur kind of like thing yeah he kind of looked like did he have uh, a big beard he didn't have like a beard here i'll, I'll throw it up on the screen please here. do yep yeah. oh yeah classic 
Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, that's, that's sly guy. Nothing wow. like more like a caveman. That, dude. Yeah, he's pretty goofy looking. Could you Google Alf Pog, please? <laughs> Alf Pog. Yeah, that's that's from uh, Simpsons. Simpsons. Yes, sir. I don't even know if it was a real hey, thing. He's back. He's back in Pog form. Uh, they are Alf Pogs. I want to get some. I don't even know if it was a real thing. I think it was just something on the Simpsons. Cool. No, I never. Yeah, we just never really had money for what all those. Those. I mean, I don't know. Here we go. The yeah. sad story. Maybe jacks and like a in a ball. That's jacks the most, and a ball. Yeah, that's jacks. the most I had. Or a ball, or maybe well, a ball I, in a cup. Yeah, because I inherited from my grandpa, uh, like his old set from like the thirties. <laughs> wow, well, that one, it might be worth some money these days. <laughs> from well, the Great Depression. No, we had to sell it to to buy. <laughs> Well, I do remember your cannon, which I never like saw got launched, but it was always talked about. Remember the brass cannon? Downstairs? We did fire it. So the thing is, it's funny. We did fire it. You did because um, my grandpa actually had a bunch of gunpowder in the basement too, which is like grandpa super was dangerous. a wild man. Grandpa was super dope. He like he was like a, really good with like uh, mechanical stuff, like just like engineering. He was like a welder, and and he had a train set that he built, and he. All the, like the little knickknacks like I have in my room, like these skeleton cows and stuff, are all made for my grandpa, but. Um, they, we did fire the cannon when I went there. I think that was shortly after he died. Thanks, dude. Um, where <laughs> my dad found the the gunpowder in the basement, and then he just loaded the cannon with some toilet paper. It's like a one, I don't know. You know that was must size of a real cannon that he was built. Very scarce in your house. And they just up. put toilet paper in it and lit it with gunpowder, and it, like the toilet paper just shot out and it was this huge bang. So it's cool, but yeah. Thanks, dude. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crap. Yeah, he had a bunch of old weapons and swords. and. Wow. Yeah, we had a Civil War musket or from Dang. around that area downstairs that what was hanging above the fireplace. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's probably still with my parents, but yeah. That's good. Mm. Well, speaking you guys, of... Do you guys have anything from your like grandparents that you inherited? Like, Yeah. I got, I got like a cool old lighter. Um, This house, I yeah. guess. Yeah, uh, there you go. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I, my grandfather was, well, my, my family's Native American, so I have a bunch of stuff from my, my tribe, uh, where he, where he grew up in Rhode Island, so, yeah, didn't, not, not a ton of stuff, like, I have a basket, a bow, some moccasins he made, he had this giant, like, entire room dedicated to all the stuff he has, like, cultivated over the 90 years he was alive, so. That's cool. Sick. What about you? I got nothing. You got nothing? <laughs> well, I'm adopted. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but, moving but not, on. But, uh, but nothing. Oh, oh, moving on. Nothing from oof. your current family? Nothing. nothing. Everyone's still alive. Your parents, your parents do have some really cool Japanese stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess the downstairs is decked out. Weird where, that's a really cool, like... Where did they... Like Where did they obtain all this Japanese stuff? My, yeah, like my dad was in the Air Force for... I was going to say... He was it, there for three years. He lived years. there, right? Yeah, for three years. Right, yeah. Where was he stationed? I don't remember. Okay, that's but, uh, cool, maybe though. next time. I'll like tell what? You. What Japanese stuff? I don't remember. I haven't been to your place. Don't you have like some? I feel Slatern, like you've yeah, bunch of yeah, like kind of like it's almost like there's like living room furniture and stuff like right. You know, just kind of like I don't. What do you? What are those? What's the word for that stuff that you just hang on the wall? I can't remember what it's called. Shit, like a scroll? <laughs> no tapestry. Well, maybe there's that kind of stuff, but there's like a special word for it that I'm trying to think of, but I can't think about it. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, yeah, I guess that's that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. News, Miles. Well, yeah, no. Well, <laughs> we're here to talk about uh, the game of the month we're going to be oh, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Which just what happens are we doing here? to be Golden Sun. Golden Sun. Golden Sun won. Um, 
think it was pretty handedly, like 40-something percent. Yeah, surprisingly. Percent. I did not think Dragon Quest was going to get smoked that hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah really smoked. Maybe we're just sick bad. of it, you know? Yeah, I think I think people want something a little bit different. And I think uh, this one's got kind of a little bit of a cult following. It's funny. When I was... For some reason, I was confusing this game with the game... Uh, is it Baktai? Mm-hmm. Uh, the one you use the yeah. solar thing on the yep. cartridge. Yep. For some reason, solar I thought, sensor. Yeah, for some reason I thought it was the same game. So I was like, "Oh, sweet! I should go buy the cartridge and like play it out in the sun." I'm like, "Oh, that's not the game. It's wrong." Yeah, and that probably would have been. I don't know. That would have been an interesting game to play because it's. Uh, yeah, it is a. It's an RPG it too. Do you guys want to talk about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Golden Golden Sun, a classic <laughs> Game Boy Advance game. Like, uh, it, it'd be exciting. I. I remember playing it very briefly when I was a kid, but I never finished any games back then. So yeah, I played it a little bit, uh, but you know, much. got a lot of acclaim behind it, and uh, it does have a sequel. If uh, what is it called? Two sequels, doesn't it? Two, yeah, I, one on game two. wasn't one on Game Boy Advance and one on DS. One and two are are together as one story, but I think the, the Lost other... Ages, uh, the second game, right? Then and they're they're like literally like one after another. I think they're meant to be. I think it was a, this. One and two are meant to be as one game, but I think because of the limitations, we'll talk about it later. But, cool, 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 yeah. cool. But uh, yeah, uh, before we jump into talking about that, let's segue into some news here uh, around the the JRPG world. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online is going to be adding Pokemon the Trading Card Game and Pokemon Stadium 2. How do you guys feel about that? I haven't played either of those games. I played... The first Pokemon Stadium. I'm imagining that one's already on there. Do you guys have the online, uh, like, nope? What do they call them? I Cartridges do. or add ons? Yeah, I do. I joined a, I'm on a forum and I joined, like, someone was doing a family subscription. So I'm only paying, like, I don't know, eight bucks for the year or something. So it's super oh, cheap. Oh, cool. What do you mean? So you're, you're so you splitting do it up with some random? Yeah. Yeah. They they only count, but I, but I just paid them, like, eight bucks. That's a something. smart move in yeah. this economy. Because otherwise, it's what, like 55 or something? How you put on a family five? account? We could all start one. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, could, I could ditch this group and start one with you guys. Wow. Man, I'd be interested. But, I mean, a lot of these games are easily obtained. Um, yep. Yeah. It they is were... nice to be able to, like, sit down and play them, though. Yeah, and they do look good on, like, the Switch, especially if you got, like, and the OLED screen. And they've added and... some other quality of life things. Like, can you, like, speed them up and, like... Online. Does your wife know states, about this? Safe states. She be honest. You know she's listening. Does not, and she rarely listens. So um, <laughs> you want to let it so out? So I'm, I'm feel the fr- yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have mentioned it. Other yeah, because yes. she's she's kind of cracking down on the, su- the subscriptions. Like mm. um, yeah, I'm only allowed a few, and this is one that I, yeah kind of snuck by her. So oh nice yeah. Uh, speaking of that, the Nintendo Switch Online uh, Golden Sun when they announced uh, the some of the stuff they're going to be adding, this game was is supposed to be coming to. Uh, to the Game Boy Advance, like Nintendo Switch Online, Nintendo Switch Online, yeah. like whatever you call that, and uh, not virtual console, not virtual, <laughs> virtual. yeah, virtual not console virtual. is so much, better, so much dude. nicer. Yeah, it was going to be coming to that, and was, that's why I was like, oh shoot, I'll just subscribe to that and play it on there, and then I find out that it's actually not on there. Yeah, right it's now. not even on there. I thought it might have been. So but... I thought it was too. There wasn't news of it getting announced. Or anything? They no, really? they did announce it and showed. Oh, they not... said it was going to be on there. It's not on there yet. So um, yeah. And you can look it up, and it'll say, "Oh, yep, it's on Nintendo Switch Online." But I search and search and search, nothing. Really? Yep. Mm. But it's it's going to be on there. It's just not on there. It's yet. just not on there yet. So right now you're kind of like strapped playing an emulator of Golden Sun, or if you have an original cartridge or yep. re- repo- only- reproduction. But you're at the risk of losing your save if the battery inside the cartridge dies, which 
I had to con- I was trying to consider when I was deciding which one to play. But. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh Dragon Quest 10 online version 7.0 expansion has been announced. Uh the Wii U and 3DS versions will end service on March 20, 2024. And then we never got so, this game. What yeah. the fuck are people playing on if it's not the Wii U and the this uh, is it on Switch now? I think, assume? It, I think it's on. It's gotta be on Switch. Switch. They must I, have transferred to Switch. I think it might be on PS4 and PS5. Okay. Okay. On, in Japan. God, dude, if I would have, I, I know would have sunk I my know. teeth into this, this one too. Fun. This would have been a fun MMO to try because yeah. I, I haven't really. This one I think isn't because you actually play with a with a party system and it's like turn based. I think so. It's a little bit different. Oh, okay. Than like a normal, you know. I think so. I might be wrong. Um, but at least some of the gameplay footage I've seen. And I, I think there is a way to play it in English. You just have to, like, get a VPN, and then there's, like, a mod you yeah, can use. Yeah, there's some, some... So there's definitely some, like, things you could try if you really you wanted to play Yeah, put in some it. work, though, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, but it's a bummer. It's I hope that this comes here at some point. There's an offline version. At least version the offline that's... version they got to bring over, yeah, which it... they didn't announce that they were going to, but mm-hmm. maybe it's, like, one of those things. I think they're just weighing on how much translation it's going to be, and they realize Well, and also, probably... they're, maybe they're waiting... Unfortunately, with an MMO, I think it's kind of hard to just say, okay, we're going to put it out because then it's like, well, what about all the expansions that come after that and everything like that? It's like, I think they want maybe the offline version to have all the content as well. Fuck it. I'm I'm learning Japanese. Yep. (laughs) Right. Is Is there any game? What would be the game that would make you guys learn Japanese that you were like, okay, I have to figure this language out to play this shit i honestly feel like the only time i would like force myself to learn japanese is if i was going to go live in japan sorry yeah. man but there's no game i'm like... not no i'm not no i would just not this kind yeah no no way i'm not i mean i just don't like would you even spend the I... time to learn like a limited amount like if you're going to play like uh the new the new elden ring 2 is only in japanese okay yeah i guess if it was like I only needed to learn a few things, yeah. like wh- where the where it was, where the menus set, what the menu said, I guess. But then that's is that really learning? No, the language, or no. is it more just like memorizing where yeah, things yeah, are? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Funny story about that. Yeah, let's hear it. I'm actually ta- oh. taking a class to really? to start to learn, that's like awesome. in in earnest, like the language and writing. See, I think that's that's cool. Yeah, I think if like you actually do take the time and learn it, but to like learn to play a game, I'd imagine you're not really learning to play the game. You're just or I'm sorry, you're not really learning the language. You're just learning how to how to play and get through the obstacles so you can actually play the game. Yeah, learning the language, I imagine, is a whole different, different yeah. you know, basket. Yeah, it's just something I've always wanted to do, and I've been, you know, I've kind of had a lot of changes in my life recently, and I felt like this was like like the perfect time to kind of like really sink my teeth into that. That'd so. be cool, man. Can you give me just one one word in Japanese? Just anything? Nope. What you want me just to say? Like, just say anything. You just want me to say like arigato or. Just whatever you want. Ohio or whatever. This is whatever. your time to shine. I don't... I haven't taken the class yet. I just oh, okay. signed up for okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, spotlight. Is when it I, online? When I went to Japan, though, and for your information, if you do go to Japan, you don't need to really know any Japanese. It's nice to know some as, like, a respectful thing. Right. And That's what I mean. uh, if you're in, like, inner city Tokyo, uh, it's... You don't need it. I mean, people are very kind. They will help you. But it's, like... If you want to go to a country, you want to be respectful to the people there. Right. So why not try and yeah, learn at least the language? just no, thank you, I'm sorry. And even right. if you even if you're speaking horrible Japanese, they still take it as like a compliment to. Right. What was it? What, I'm sorry. What's was that? A sweet a sweet misen or something? What is that again? Sweet misen is like excuse me, I think. Oh, or, excuse me. Or I, I'm sorry. It might be. Yeah. It might be both. I think I said that like 20 times because I kept 
screwing things up. I mean, there's one time there's a vendor that was selling these like strawberry cakes. Oh yeah. And I didn't realize that like she, she was supposed to grab it, so I reached to grab it and then to pick it up. And she's like, "No, no, no." And I go, "Oh, sweet miss and sweet miss." And I was like so embarrassed, like I think that I, was the only weird interaction. Everyone else was super cool, like super nice. I think I said, you know, "Arigato gozaimasu" like a million times. <laughs> because yes, I yeah. I was told you don't just say "Arigato," you got to say "Arigato gozaimasu" gozaimasu or whatever. And uh yeah. But when we got to Kyoto and like Osaka, things got a little bit dicier. A little bit. But that first night in Kyoto, the food, that that restaurant we had to wait in line at, you, me, and Emily, and then we went in and it was like some guy's birthday, yeah. some boss, and he had his whole the guy who was still there. working and he was eighty years old. He was celebrating like his his birthday and he was eighty years old yeah. or something. And then and they're like, still "Where are you guys from?" And I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" What and, he is... to- and he like toasted to us. Yeah, it was... super cool. Everyone was so dude. It's like the. The most friendly like city. We were walking around like two a.m. making our trek the mecca to from software. It didn't even feel like we were walking through like shadowy streets. Not even for one second was I like worried about like looking behind us. Like you could just, I felt safe like no matter what. And the city is like yeah. so clean. Like like one of the the I don't know the coolest places I've ever been. Yep. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, that, MMOs. Final, Fa- Final, yeah, and MMOs. Final Fantasy fourteen have announced their Dawn Trail expansion uh, coming out summer twenty twenty four, uh, and now it Final Fantasy fourteen will now be released on the Xbox. So yeah, it's been so a long time to get to that point, and they uh, had a an awkward handshake, very awkward handshake. <laughs> uh, the president, you guys see that? Yeah, that was the president of Square Enix was there, and Yoshi uh, P and Phil. Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer, and uh, I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm not going to play it on the Xbox, but I just no, it's cool for the sake of the game. I yeah. think it's awesome that the access is available out there. I mean, I don't think it'll ever come to the Switch, maybe the next console, because it's just there's just too much going on, and there's all the the HUD would need to be different for like a handheld. Um, I wonder because it wasn't just Final Fantasy 14; it was like they're also saying like their other games too, so. Yeah, I wonder but, like how much they're actually going to put into this, or if this is going to be kind of enough like half-ass effort, where then they're going to put out a couple games, realize, hey, this three-year-old game of Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One didn't sell enough. Why are we putting it on Xbox and just going back to what they're doing before? You know? Yeah. So unless like I wonder if like Xbox kind of got the message and realized people felt like they're missing out, so then they're paying Square like to put these games out because like otherwise, dude, Xbox has like zero a, presence in Japan. Like. Not. You can look at sales for consoles like Disney. by the numbers, and they're like in like like double digits for like the series consoles, like triple digits, like terrible sales numbers. Yeah, that's really yeah. bad. Um, but we, cool that yeah, bring it to a, to another audience. I know they've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, and this expansion, uh, it's kind of like the full reset of the series since everything ended with Endwalker. So really exciting, new two new classes. It's kind like, of a chill vibe in the trailer, right? Yeah, Yoshi P said it's gonna be like a summer vacation, yeah. but there'll still be like stakes at the, on the line. Something lurking. Something lurking, yeah. and uh, he hinted at he he hinted at one of the classes. He's wearing a he's wearing a Ninja Turtle shirt. Every shirt he wears at the fan fest like is a hint towards something in the game. And so, uh, based off the trailer, everybody thinks it's going to be a Corsair as a, the, one of the classes. And then... Just like a pirate type yep, of class, and, yeah. And based off the Ninja Turtles, because all the Ninja Turtles are named after famous artists, it's going to be a Pictomancer from Final Fantasy VI. So. Pictomancer? Wow. Yep. I didn't get that far. Yeah, I know. So, who's, who's the Pictomancer in VI? Realm. Realm. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. So, yes, you'll never know. When is that? When are they? Uh, it just says summer twenty twenty four. Okay. So probably July or August. Is uh is that when the patch is dropping seven point or is that come out yeah, before? No, seven point will drop the same time, and that's actually the uh, visual overhaul for the game. As I well. saw some of the screens. Yeah, so, um, comparison, which is pretty cool. Pretty not cool. like mind blowing, but like definitely like steps up with like especially like the vegetation, like shadowing, looks, like shadow lighting, some ray tracing up. stuff yeah. too. So yeah, it could it, it's gonna look good. Um. Uden Chronicles 100 Heroes has now been delayed uh, to quarter two of 2024. That's uh, a bummer for people looking forward to that game. Um, did you guys, did anyone play the uh, prequel part? No, but I, I was actually interested in, in that one. So Did any of us kickstart the whole game or no? Mm-mm. I didn't. No. Ah, shoot, maybe I did. I don't know. I have to <laughs> check. I've kickstarted a lot of things in my days. I still got a few board games coming my way, but... Um... Monster Hunter Now is still launching on September 14th. Monster Hunter when? Monster Hunter Now. Yeah. Uh, Capcom's really pushing this game. Um, every week you see something new. They go even in deeper into what it's going to be like. and um, Yeah, I mean, try, trying to make it like Pokemon Go. but Is this mobile? It's mobile. Neantic. Oh, man. Yep. I think I think we should all play it. I mean, I'm gonna play it. And just for see what one, it's I think like, for but... all of us for one night, we should go out and, and play it and just experience in the middle it. of the... I think it'd be fun. That'd be fun. Right. Yeah, we, should we should reenact the thing with we uh, should with, with <laughs> a mud brother with a mud brother. Yeah, we should get him on the bike. Yep. We'd be like, now oh, look at this Rathalos, <laughs> and then <laughs> slam on the brakes. By the way, he was okay. You know, wasn't that confusing because his name's Jake? Yeah. So did you no, did you listen bad. to the episode? I did. You're being a little shyster. He was very very pat. Look at he's sweating right now. He's like, I don't even know who this guy is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I can 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 I have like just hold on? No, most controversial character. We've moved on. The low level podcast. You don't get a chance for that. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me finish the news and then you can talk. No, I wanted to give me because you're not gonna slander my character and then we're gonna finish the news. Give me just a second here, okay? All right. Okay. First of all, one. It's a lot of JRPGs we're playing, all right? And mm-hmm. JRPG to JRPG, like, it's just... <laughs> it can be a lot, okay? Well, what if we played Final <laughs> Fantasy VII after this? Is it going to be, like... 10 out of 10, perfect. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck that. No, I think, mean, honestly, one of the biggest things was... Uh, I know this is going to sound like a lame excuse, and I already kind of... <laughs> I already told You're just digging yourself into a hole. <laughs> I already told Rob, but... I'd stop. I stopped eating processed sugar like a week before, and I've been kind of in a mood. So, like, I think my impatience with honestly, I think part of my impatience with the game was just like not like having the patience like that I normally have for a lot of these games. So yeah. I kind of was like on edge a little bit. So, so you haven't had any candy. So I stopped eating candy. Stopped drinking pop. Oh my god! Right, and and stopped eating a lot of processed sugar like Oreos. I know I brought some here, but I haven't really been eating too many of them. And then. uh uh, I played a little more, and I'm I'm digging it more. I think it's it's a solid seven out of ten now. <laughs> Wait, I want to talk more of this processed sugar. Are your levels <laughs> like leveled now, or are you still kind of edgy? I'm still beating the shit out of everything. Yeah. which I did check. I sent you guys a screenshot of all like my all the stuff. It was all on default still, so I didn't have like extra XP gain. No, I'm or... talking about your sugar levels. Are you still yeah, edgy? You from oh, I'm not measuring that. It was more of just like a, I need. I'm just starting healthier. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So how do yeah. you feel? I want to talk a little bit more about this. So you I, feel, you I, feeling I feel a bit better. I feel like I. Have more energy um 
I, th- I honestly, bad was your candy addiction? I mean, what were you like? What was your go-to? No, I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't eating candy like I used to in the past, but I would definitely like just eat a lot of junk food. So Jimmy def- candy can, that's what they called you. The eating, Jimmy candy can. Eating less processed food, which I think has been has been. What's your What's your good. weakness? Either, uh, Jelly beans. No, I mean Easter. weakness. Like honestly, the nerd, the nerd gummy clusters. That's my shit. Man, that's like eating gravel. <laughs> the nerd gummy. Do you clusters. eat rocks as a kid? Yeah, it's good. It's like it's like a fish gravel. They're yeah. actually they are good. I They're get, good, I but and that's an abash your I'm candy. A, I'm a, They're good. I like licorice, so like I love Australian licorice or what? Or the Australian kind. Yeah, that's really good. That's my jam. So I, I got the airship in six. Uh, I got seltzer, the gambler. Uh, he's cool. Seems like a cool character. And, and seltzer is that what you just called him? What's his name? Seltzer. Setzer. Setzer. Is that a drink? Seltzer. Water. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I was just gonna let him keep walking himself. So, yeah. So, and then there was some interesting. There's some more interesting developments in the plot that I'm like, okay, okay, I see what you're doing. Final Fantasy VI. Like, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a seven out of ten for now. And that, I could see it going up, likely. But I could also see it going down. Okay, Ebert. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thank uh, you. The final piece of news today, which uh, very interesting. Uh, Platinum Games Vice President Hideki Kamiya said he thinks Japan should be proud of the term JRPG, amid fresh claims it could be considered discriminatory by who we just talked about, Yoshi P. And he actually says he wants to push J action as a as a term uh, for his Why for his games. So. Uh, I fully support him, and uh, you know I don't think it is a derogatory. It's term. not a big deal. Well, I think that he's kind of looking at it from our point of view, where yeah. like it's just a term of categorization, and like why not call Japanese action games, you know, J action, right? You know, which I don't see why anyone would have a problem with that if the yeah. way we're yeah. looking at it. It's yeah. not that crazy. We just found an alien. Like, recently. like I said, it would be nice to like right? <clears throat> instead of like having these like offhand comments <laughs> during like some of these interviews. I think it would be nice to like actually sit down with some of these people who have made the comments and like talk about it and maybe go into maybe Yoshi some P more... interview coming up. Yeah, yeah. Let's get the OCP right after we get uh Yuji Naka. We'll, gotta... we'll get one after another. Oh man. I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, I'm I know, too right? nervous. Or do you think or do you think uh It would just be cool to like n- like ask like specifically, like is it is there some like history like that like you could like share with us like about like why you think it's sure. like you know because it's not like i mean it, it feels like this is like something that we're going to probably hear more about it's something we've only heard from like a few main japanese developers as far as we're aware and that's been published like nomura said something back in 2016 yoshi p said something and now kamiya said something so it's not like it's like there's a consensus yet um but do you think Kamiya's like like he's been kanye and he's kind of like he's tainted and you can't trust what he says oh because he like doesn't he like pay like pay people can pay him and he'll block him on twitter or something yeah yeah no he's honestly he seems like a cool dude and the whole blocking people on twitter came from people being fucking assholes right so like i'm totally like no i know i know i'm just joking not having patience for people but i honestly that guy seems like a i don't know he seems like he's got an ad to but the dude i mean is a fucking genius developer has put out Tons of good shit. So, yeah. but, but no, interesting. Yeah, interesting conversation that I don't know. Yeah, we can talk about or not talk about. Well, whatever. We'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into Golden Sun. Um, this game was developed by Camelot Software Planning, which, if you are familiar with them at all, they started off with the Shining Force series. Kind of jumped into the Mario Golf, Mario Tennis. Which all had, like, RPG elements as well. They did the first Hot Shots Golf, which, bless them, that's one of my favorite series. Uh, 
Hot Shots Golf. I didn't know the they very did the first, first one. one. They did the very first one, yeah. And that was the only one they did. That was the only one they and did. Sony yeah. took over, or Clap or Clap Hands. Clap Hands took over, <sighs> and then so uh, Golden Sun was Golden Sun series was kind of their last like uh, foray into like a JRPG because then they just became the sole creators of Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Mario Sports. Like that's all they do now. Um, so uh, this would be like their last sort of original creative like outlet i mean i guess those games are creative they're just you know they're sports games so well and i think those ones have gotten some uh criticism because of like the dlc content like are you talking about the new Pred- ones yeah, yeah like predatory new, and stuff yeah like like aces like well you, they're like they're releasing unfinished and then they're right. adding dlc to make them complete games later yeah yeah well that's that's a bummer but golden sun a shining point in their in their career uh sh- shining force as well Ooh, um, i like that yep Cool but this, this is published you. by Golden Sun was published by Nintendo for the Game Boy Advanced. Uh, it was then later released in August of 2001 in Japan, uh, and it finally came to North America in November of the same year, uh, in February 2020, 20, uh, 2002 in Europe. Sorry. There you go, Attaboy. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Golden Sun's story. Uh, it follows a band of magic attuned teenagers called Adepts, uh, and they are on a mission to protect the world from alchemy, a potentially destructive power long ago sealed away. Uh, during their quest, the Adepts develop new adepts. Mag- adepts, adepts, adepts. Okay. Develop new magical abilities called synergy. Uh, and they assist others and learn more about why alchemy was sealed away. Uh, Golden Sun is followed by directly followed by a sequel uh, in the next year, 2002, uh, called The Lost Age, which together forms a complete story for is the it, series. Is it synergy, like kind of psychic energy? Yeah, synergy, synergy, synergy. with a P in front. The okay. P is silent. Okay, like Psycho. Yep. Uh, Golden Sun. What are you takes... trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> psycho energy. <laughs> Psychomantis. Isn't like Earth, doesn't Earthbound, isn't one of the, yeah, like a psychic attack or something? Oh, yeah, I think it's, uh, I can't remember what it's called. God, we should play Earthbound next. Yeah. Mm. It was one of the games of the month a while ago. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Golden Sun takes place in the fantasy world of Wayard, uh, or Wired. Uh, a massive Earth-like environment with several major continents and oceans. It's governed by the mythological concept of the classical elements. Matter consists of any combination of the four base elements. Uh, Venus, which would be Earth. Mars, which would be fire. Mercury, which would be water. And Jupiter, which would be wind. And so the players, they control four of the adepts in the, in the series. Isaac, his closest friend Garrett, Ivan, and Mia. Good names. The primary antagonists of the game are Saturos and Minardi, uh, a pair of immensely powerful and talented adepts whose goal is to restore alchemy to the world. They are assisted by the powerful and mysterious Alex, who used to be Mia's apprentice, and Jenna's older brother Felix, who is indebted indebted to Saturos for saving his life. So uh, when you look at it from that kind of perspective, it seems like a like you know your typical classic rpg but once you get into like the nuance of the characters the story it really creates its own unique story to tell for a jrpg yeah and it kind of has its like own it has like a puzzle element to it as well like it's not just like you know you're having combat and stuff i think you actually um will be able to have your little bit of your brain teased a little bit here in this game brain tickled yeah brain tickled yep um was it i mean isaac has been like with the whole smash 
People it's have been, been long requested. Yep. And oh I think yeah, they finally like released. It's like they did the Mia Culpa of release like Isaac like costume for like the Mii Fighter. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. like when you knew that your your boy wasn't gonna make it anymore when they did yep. that for Gino for Isaac, um, which is kind of it's cool that they at least acknowledge it if they because who knows behind the scenes like for certain games like the deals or the reasoning of why they didn't choose who, but it's cool they at least acknowledge a lot of those characters in some ways. Well, but like like Dark Cloud, like Bloodborne, like those are not owned properties by Level Five or from Software. Are they both Sony? Dark Cloud is Sony. They're both Sony Entertainment uh, properties. Did so. you guys see that the video that came out with Bloodborne running on the hacked PS5, 60 frames a second? No. <sighs> Looks so fucking good, dude. What the fuck? Well, I'm already playing Bloodborne 2, so... <laughs> Remnant 2. <laughs> is it Bloodborne vibes? There's a wor- there's a whole world called Losom, and it is literally like Bloodborne. The oh. whole entire thing. And it's this giant elf world, but it's all like run-down buildings. The... The enemies, the enemies pour oil all over themselves and set themselves on fire and come at you. Cool. It's super cool. Very cool. gothic, yeah. I think they're just going to remaster that game. You think something. so? Oh, yeah. Why else haven't they Why come else, with a patch? Dude. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's stuck on PS4. It's like, weird. Who's going to do it, though? Because Bluepoint said they're work- working on their own original IP. Oh, I don't. I don't see why they wouldn't just get from soft to work on it again or something to just remaster it. And they did yeah. it with, what, Dark Souls 1 and 3. So I'm so curious about this upcoming. Or sorry, too. The the uh, what should call it? Um, Armor Core Six on PC because they're kind of touting like 120 frames per second on PC, which is like unlike from software where they're not like usually like bragging about the, kind of the technical chops of their games. Mm-hmm. But like, so hopefully that will be at least a solid port and then run well on consoles because Elden Ring was. Uh, I think the PS4. I think the way to play Elden Ring was actually playing the PS4 version on your PS5 if you wanted like the most like smooth experience and like a locked 60 frames a second. But did you guys all play the PS5 version or did you? Yeah, I platinum the game. So nice. Yeah, he did it seven times. 127 hours. Jesus, still gotta play it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get into the overworld and the combat of Golden Sun. Uh, the overworld is filled with towns, caves, and dungeons. Uh, players can explore from a top-down perspective. And the environments often have puzzles that are integrated into their layout. And so these puzzles, they require the player to perform actions such as creating a makeshift bridge by pushing logs into rivers or shifting the track of a minecart to gain access to new areas. Uh, And many of these puzzles require the Psy energy. Uh, This is in contrast to many RPGs which often restrict magic to within battles and post-combat healing. So that's where some, one part where it sets itself apart. Um, yeah, I think that's why people really like this game, because it's not just the combat, like you're using your magic with, you're, you're actually using it in Overworld 2 to like kind of explore and get around. That's yeah. cool. Which is are, cool. There, are there any other games we've played so far that have done something like I this? Don't think so. I don't think yeah, so. I don't yeah. think so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, during, right. during the combat of this game, the camera shifts to a pseudo kind of 3D view, and then it spins and zooms during the battle depending on which attack is used or which items used. Uh, in each battle, players must defeat the enemy while keeping their own party alive through items and synergy that restore life and supplement supplement defense. Um, the players can change their character's class and powers using something called Jin, which usually... There are 28 Jin in the game, seven each of the four elements. Uh, once encountered in the overworld or in dungeons, they may either join in the player will- join the player willingly or needed to be defeated in combat. 
that's it, a lot. Okay, so it almost kind of sounds like summons. Yeah, it's kind of, it is. I think kind of like summons, and that's going back to FF six. Just really quick. No, yeah, but like Jin, Jin are like genie, like when you. Yeah. So it's like, but they don't necessarily it's still like a spirit. Because yeah, I more I, like a spirit. Yeah. I kept playing six, and I'm just like, they just gave me like ten more espers, and I'm like, shit, I haven't even used like the last ones. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's it's overwhelming. It's cool though. Like it's a, just a different way of doing it where they just like overwhelm you with like, I don't know magic abilities like everything but the good thing about that game is it's replayability because you can or it's just fully customizing your characters for builds if you go on like the reddit for six you can there's just like hundreds of builds people have posted that you can do with each character it's super cool cool um back to what we we're talking about the gins assigning gins to different characters changes the character's class by the way uh enabling them to use different synergy as well as their stats such as hit points or defenses so um yeah it's kind of an interesting way to you know give the characters a unique way to fight um build build each character for each battle and kind of giving you that pseudo 3d view on a game boy advanced where you know at the time there really wasn't that shit was impressive there wasn't there wasn't anything like that back then i remember like looking at screenshots like in egm and just like drooling because that shit looks super cool yeah. you had one growing up as a small uh... i didn't i didn't have a uh, game boy advance i didn't get a game boy until the sp came out and when i picked it up it's i picked too up late. it was yeah maybe too late for that i picked up tactics final fantasy tactics and i picked up mario kart this is too yeah. late though mm, yeah uh golden sun also i mean I don't, I don't think this is the first game to do it but it i mean definitely a really cool feature on the game boy advance uh, it also features an optional battling mode, which is accessible from the menu, uh, where in this mode you can players can enter a team from their saved game file into an arena environment where they can then battle increasingly difficult uh, CPU enemies and stuff. Uh, additionally, the players can select three of their four characters to fight another player's three-character team. Um, so it's kind of cool to like test out your That's cool. test out the builds and test out like your team comp against each other or other enemies so not something you usually would see in like a jrpg but uh yeah well uh that kind of wraps up the overworld and combat for the game uh we'll hop into development here uh camelot software planning which i kind of already touched on um at the end of making golden sun they did like they they weren't in a partnership with nintendo then but they, after they made The Last Golden Sun, they kind of partnered with Nintendo and became their sole, you know, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis crew. Yeah, they were working for Sega with Shining Force before. Yep, and they finished Shining Force 3, and that's kind of when they wrapped. Nintendo locked them down. They locked them down. Put a ring on it. And they spent, they spent 12 to 18 months, it looks like, developing Golden Sun. So that's... But they didn't buy Camelot, did they? I, they must have now at some point. I don't know. I think they merged with them eventually, but at the time it was just, it explains like they just created a partnership that they would be like their sole creator on certain titles. Which, by the way, that logo looks like the Disney logo in a weird way I'm talking about. Yeah, like with like the, the, uh, the castle. Yep, thank you. Yeah, yeah it looks like a, like, a, I don't know, like a roller coaster park or something that uh, you go to, Six Flags or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it kind of does. It's kind of like Metal Gear text. <laughs> kind of the game over. And also, the, you right? can also exactly. thank them. Hey, here's a little tidbit about Camelot. Yeah, what? Here's a little tidbit. 
What? You can thank them for creating the uh, Mario character Waluigi. Yes, because he, dude. He Hell yes, him dude. In Mario Tennis, and that's when. Dude. Wow. So you can thank Camelot. Dude, don't even get me started on dude. Waluigi is like, is like the most fucking like ignored character, dude. He needs his own fucking game, dude. He like, does. I agree, and dude. He, that's what I honestly I dream about a Waluigi game. You know, it'd be cool like a Wario and Waluigi yes, game where dude. they like partner up and totally, just do crazy dude. shit, dude. Dude, and I, I don't get it. like Nintendo knows, and I don't know if they think that it's just like a meme because it kind of is, which yeah. I kind of hate. But like, there are a lot of people, including myself, that legitimately. Love Waluigi. Yeah, he didn't make it into Smash. I mean, I think he's half, like a trophy character. Half my personality is honest. I think it's based off of Wal- <laughs> Waluigi. Yeah, you are a troll. <laughs> yeah, you're kind you're of stringy like him too. I'm surprised you haven't, ah, surprised yeah, you haven't dressed mustache. up as him for Halloween yet. Ideas. Get the mustache photos. going right now. No, dude. Yeah. No, Waluigi is honestly fucking underrated. He's a little shyster. He's just fucking, he's hilarious, and, like, dude, totally. A Wario, Waluigi game, like, it needs to happen. Like, Waluigi not being in Smash is, like, one of the biggest fucking crimes. Fuck Isaac, fuck Gino, dude. Yeah. Dude, where's Waluigi? I'll agree. I mean, he's a Nintendo character. All the rest of them are there. You've got Daisy. What games is she in? Right. Like Rosalina, she's in one one game, two games, a few like recent Mario games, but still, like, yep. yeah, it's just it's weird that they don't include like a character who's been in like yeah, Mr. Game and Watch, like bro, yeah. nobody wants to play Mr. I game would and I watch. would pay a thousand dollars for a Waluigi. They game. add the they <laughs> add the controller that spins up the discs on the Nintendo the the robot. <laughs> Like, bro, come on. Dude, I would, I would, fuck, I would pay $1,000 and I would take two weeks off of work <laughs> <laughs> to fucking just devour a lot of Waluigi game, dude. I would, You'd be all over I it. I would eat that shit so hard. What if dude. it was like a partners in crime like, where you're like dude, you're stealing stuff from every Dude, great. that'd be so... Dude, a Waluigi Wario heist game, yeah. dude. Dude. Like stealth. Dude, with like the HD rumble with lock yes. mechanisms, dude. Oh, that'd be gosh. hilarious. Oh, I fucking do. You had to like sneak into people like places and like steal things. That would be great. I would skip almost, almost kind of like in vain of uh Walu- or like uh Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Called like Waluigi's Heist or something. Dude. Oh, that'd be I would I would skip the next Zelda for <laughs> Waluigi, dude. Honestly, man. I Maybe love Waluigi. We should Waluigi. go talk to Mir- uh, Miramoto and get this get this done, man. Yeah. Yep. He's one of the few amiibos that I have like play. I have a bunch of amiibos. One of the few that I actually have like out on my desk. Like, dude, yeah. classic character. You have a desk. Classic. Doesn't get the respect. Yeah, I have a, a little bit. I have a little What's bit of that? What, 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 I've never. What kind of desk? No, I got. I got a. In the in your the dad. Room I got an outer that? outer wilds keyboard mat. Super cool. Upstairs, kind of downstairs. Downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like your standard IKEA. You know, I, you guys have seen those IKEA like the little IKEA shelves that everyone makes into a desk. That's mm-hmm. what I did. More yep. my wife did for as like a, a birthday present. So cool. Yeah. Uh, Camelot had originally planned to create. A single game in the series, uh, and in the early stages of the project, created a game design document for Golden Sun on the Nintendo 64 console. But when it became apparent that the Nintendo 64 was being replaced by the GameCube, uh, they had to shift their focus to putting the game on the Game Boy Advanced. And unfortunately, and fortunately, due to the ambition and the scope of the game and the hardware limitations of the Game Boy Advance, they had to make two games. Wasn't isn't that weird though? So they're developing for the sixty four. Realize the GameCube's coming out, and they're like, "Well, let's just do the Game Boy Advance." Then. Wait, no. Instead of going, why to they just do the GameCube? Maybe probably they weren't like they probably would have thought that they would have had to put in more more work to make right. it like like something that people would want to buy in GameCube because yeah. probably no one would want to buy like a two D game or like. But I mean, you know, it didn't like, have to be two D. Who knows? But, it was it probably wasn't two D on sixty four. True, but like they probably would have had to put in a lot of work, and maybe they weren't set up better. for that that right. pipeline to have right. like. 
those three like graphics maybe and like stuff. they were gonna do like a chibi style like <laughs> you know on 64 and there's no way that would have sold on gamecube yeah, dude. any word that triggers me is yeah chibi. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean look at the wind waker on gamecube people shit on that because that was like in was like kid you know whatever graphics whatever the people wanted dude, to say back the, then. the only way i would play a chibi game is if it was a waluigi game that's the only the only way, the only oh, way. right <laughs> now they got that idea in your head you're just never gonna drop it <laughs> so the the scenario writers hiroyuki and shugo takahashi uh they designed shining force 3 and uh they took a lot of elements from this game where you play a good and bad characters and incorporated a lot of that into the storytelling and methodology in the the two game setup that end up being the golden sun series so really interesting uh you play the protagonist in golden sun and the antagonist in the follow-up uh, not not pretty interesting if uh they'll say do say so myself well spoilers so then antagonist doesn't die well yeah you oh, don't know who knows? Who knows? you don't know that prequel it could be a prequel um the reception of the game was uh critically and commercially successful uh, it was the top selling game for four months in japan and selling more than one million units worldwide which well, in 2001 that's pretty legit on a handheld legit that's good yeah I think it's like a 91 on Metacritic, so it's like pretty fucking highly regarded. Yeah, I yeah. remember even like some family members playing this game that weren't really into JRPGs, and they'd been like, this is like a great game. This is like one of the best games on Game Boy Advance. Yeah. At the time, uh, it was praised one of the best RPGs on a handheld, uh, rivaling any full-size game on a console, which I would say even to this day, it's pretty well-respected as a, one of the great RPGs to ever grace a handheld, despite the Switch being handheld now but um yeah super cool uh it was nominated for in 2001 for game spots best game boy advance game uh and among console uh, console games the best role-playing game award category so um like you just said it ranked 94 on ign's reader's choice top 100 games ever in 2007 it was named the 24th best game boy advance game in ign's uh feature reflecting on the game boy advance long lifespan so well respected game that seems kind of weak though 24th on game the game boy advance have that many good games there honestly has a great library does it lots of great games. i'm probably overlooking a lot yeah and i think they probably put some games on there that were like super nintendo games that are up there taking over some spots like final fantasy 6 and stuff i'm sure is probably on there but for being a game that's like an original with like no history prior i mean that's pretty good um but yeah that'll kind of wrap things up for the the game itself kind of the details what uh what are you guys gonna be playing it on everybody gonna be doing an emulator or anybody have an original copy oh yeah no no, i mean we all have original copies that we might be playing on emulators right yeah Yeah, yeah, that's how it works yeah exactly yeah i made a cartridge yeah i think i'm gonna play i'll play in the pocket yeah yeah i already have it i think i started it last year i actually started it the last camping trip I went on. So oh, that was really? a couple of years ago? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to buy a, like a reproduction uh, cartridge, but the people just say the battery doesn't last as long as the game does, and you'll lose your save. So I was like, mm. oh, I don't want to waste. I don't want to risk losing my save. So Yeah, I'll probably play it on... Emulator it is. Yeah, retro working. We'll see. Yeah. Mini Nintendo? Yeah, it's probably on there. It's on there? It's on there for sure. Heck yeah. On the Nintendo. Oh, where I'll do it too. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think can I'm I, like. Can I come over and we can just have like a? Have game you guys? Bash? Have yeah. you guys played Golden Sun before? No, yeah, I haven't. No. Just I think I think I'm like six hours, five hours, six hours in, and I don't think I'm gonna restart my save because as far as I can remember, the first few hours are 
pretty pretty slow. Pretty slow, yeah. yeah. And not like I mean I'll probably catch up just while watching a YouTube video, but I don't think I need to replay the the game part. Oh, sure. Um but no, it looked I from what I remember it was impressive looking, but I mean for when yeah. you consider kind of what it is, which I think is important and what I should probably be better at is considering things for what they are and when they came out. Yeah, and, you should do that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm admit, I'm trying to be a better man here. Good. When you look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think this uh, is to be fun. I mean, this is what the second Game Boy Advance game we played because the Castlevania was yeah, the first. So the first yeah. one. Mm. Um, great game. Yeah, Sorrow. which was a great game. So, so good. I'm excited to see what this one's like. What's the time to beat on this one? Do you guys know? Um, let me check. I I know it's not as long as other RPGs. Um, <laughs> it's not saying. I'm gonna much, guess 34. 21 hours, please. All right, let's look. Okay, let's see. So you're going to say, uh, you say 43? 30, 40. 21 Somewhere hours. In that uh, range. Well, yeah, it's pretty standard. What's your guess? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 35. Okay. What's your guess? I, I already know what it is, so what's your guess? Uh, what did I say before about three minutes ago? Oh, uh, 21 hours. Okay. Close. Uh, yes. 31 hours. Ooh, I'm close. 31 hours. 31 and a half hours. It's, it says main story 22 hours on how yeah. long to be. All right, 21. So yeah. this seems pretty short for a JR, for, yeah. for an RPG, yeah. So yeah, we'll but see. that's also like I feel like you not getting lost, knowing where to go, following a guide. I think sometimes like those times to beat don't also include like yeah. just sometimes when you can die after a boss battle or get because this game has puzzles, man. There's no way. How can you time that out? I mean, it says completionist is 27 hours. So it's, I don't think this is... Those like, are for the gods. No, but, but do you get what I'm saying, though? Sure. I'm saying it's not including the time that you... Because, dude, there's so many times in JRPGs where I just waste my time because I don't know where I'm no, going or, like... I think isn't how long to beat isn't all that aggregated on, like, people submitting times, like what yeah, their like actual an, final like time was, which I think is considering all those things, right? Oh, maybe. I, I just... I didn't really realize that, I suppose. But yeah. I guess what I'm just saying is I don't know if like the average really works for me sure. for some of these games. Because I've, I've looked at the how long to beat on some of the games that we've played, and I I thought I've gone like, sometimes like way over or sometimes way under. But usually it's because I've understood and played the game before. Because totally. I can just kind of zoom through it. Yeah, so, yeah I, I guess know. it's going to be how much these uh, these tricky puzzles kind yeah, of... Yeah, how tricky are these puzzles? Yeah. How tricky are these puzzles? I do like puzzles. That's probably going to be the most appealing element to me right here. Really? I'm not I'm so good at puzzles. Um, I, just, I just like that it's different, you know? I, I play games for the puzzles, so yeah, I'm, I love I'm a big puzzler. Have you guys ever played Portal? Yeah. Mm-mm. Dude, no. I know, I should play it. So fucking Have you guys good. ever played a game called The Room? There's like five of them, and there's no. a VR version too? Mm-mm. Great game. Puzzle. All, 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 I was all just thinking puzzle. about the PSVR. I gotta hook that up again. And play some more. Oh yeah, VR two, dude. PSVR res two, res and VR. Have a good time, dude. Eat an edible. Play some res, dude. There's nothing better, dude. <laughs> dude, I wonder how the eye tracking works. What is this going down? <laughs> it's going down every night, dude. It's fucking. I've done it. It's like my. Kinda, oh my god, yeah, dude. dude. You guys got what a G. Come over. I'll bring it over. We gotta try it sometime. It's a it's a blast. You you're playing on VR two, right? Not the VR one. VR two, yeah. Okay. I don't. Can you I got have... the headset pulses a little bit, yeah, dude. The, the... Hey, I'll, I'll be honest. I've always wanted to fly a plane on an edible. <laughs> Maybe put that old Ace Combat on and you know beat a couple missions. No, and... I think you, you got to prove you got to beat that Resident Evil Seven demo first. Oh God, <laughs> you're sweating balls. Man, my eyes well, bug out. I get fucking. Speaking of other games, oh, before we go here, uh, what is everybody playing? 
uh, these last couple weeks? Right here, coach. I'm ready. Yeah, what's up? I'm uh, finishing up uh, Like a Dragon. <laughs> <You> finally <laughs> finishing up Like a Dragon. Here. On the last chapter. Here I is. get really flipping bored, but oh, like, you know, I like, heard this. I know, but this is, I'm the final, I'm, I'm grinding up. I'm in the final stage. I'm grinding up. I heard it. I heard they're like, there's a wall in that game where it gets fucking hard. It's a huge wall. They don't tell yeah. you about it either. And like, man, I would just, I wish, I wish they would have done things differently. You know, there's, I'm at a point where I can't leave. And that's the worst spot because, you know, I'm an Aquarius and we like to move around a bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, did, you, did you play the, the Yakuza games before this? No, was I just jumped one? in. Okay. So I, I was going to ask you. I was sold after the lobster has fallen from the sky and it was great. I was going to ask you if you prefer, which pr- protagonist you preferred, um, Kiryu or the, the new guy. I forget his name. I like the new guy. He's the new guy's dope. And he's got a big heart. Yeah. Are you going to play? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm all about Kiryu. <laughs> Kiryu's a baller. Anyways, so I'm I'm coming I'm coming around the corner. What's your hour count? Oh, it's sixty eight. <laughs> Shit, sixty eight nice. hours, and I still got to grind. Good healthy, like, good healthy amount of time there. But I enjoyed it, and uh, it was one of those games like eating a big cookie. I yep. just eat it, put it away a bit, and, and I'm actually excited to grind again. Not too many times you get in life where it's like, all right, I'm gonna grind. Mm-hmm. Speaking of grinding, I've been grinding on the battlefield. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> battlefield of Apex Legends or Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty and Apex just had a new update and yeah, they okay. revamped some things. Yeah, how long to beat puts Yakuza like a dragon at sixty-seven hours for main story plus a little extra. So is that where you're? Is you're are you doing a little extra too? Yeah, right you're... now I'm on level um, forty-six, and then uh, I just played one of the one of the main boss. I just got spanked. I'm like, that's not fair. Are that's there? Not... Are there uh, like side businesses? Are you doing like all that oh, stuff? Oh, I, I actually that's the part I really enjoy about the game. Yeah, because when I, I took a break from that game because you had to like manage a business. I'm like, fuck, I can't do this. <laughs> I got a chicken as a CEO member. <laughs> I'm like, all right, but I can do this. And so I really focused on it for probably like 20 hours. Yeah, and it's a successful business, and I'm making about one million yen, yeah. maybe sometimes two. Oh, yeah. it's just like. I can do this. So there you go. <laughs> I actually look forward to like managing the money and the meeting. Oh, it's good. I so it's it. like it, it, mm. game, game skills turned into life skills. A little bit, yeah. Okay. So I'm like, huh? Tells you how to like you know what goes brandy or whiskey with different foods. Yeah, yeah. It's like seven grand. Yeah. <sighs> a million, oh yeah, a million yen is not seven what it grand. Like. Seven grand a month. Okay, maybe or, not as successful as you. <laughs> no, that's pretty successful. No, two mil for my my business. What's your business? Uh, I think we sell pastries. <laughs> Okay. All right. So okay. Tw- it's like a week or every month. Or? Uh, they go every business uh, cycle. Oh, so every two weeks. So that's like twelve grand every two weeks. So yeah. What does the game have like a calendar system or yeah, like it a does. day night? Okay. Like a meeting with your CEO members. And you got to please them. It's almost Dude, like that's a, cool. a yeah, game you, within a game. You can pay your rent with that. Yeah. So yeah, anyways, I'm a businessman now. Yeah. Cool. What do you What do you plan? Me? Yeah, yeah Mister. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Rez. You over there? You're playing some nice what am I playing? Well, look at this pose. What am I playing? I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing Res on edibles. Uh, on edibles. I'm playing Murder by Numbers. It's like a visual novel pick cross game. I don't know if I talked about it the last yeah. podcast. It's good. What, what's it's good? What system? Uh, really funny writing. Um, it's out on Switch. Wow. Really good writing. Uh, really sharp. Music is dope. It's the uh, Ghost Trick and Poser, kind of which I mentioned last what time. Kind of music we talking? Just fucking like Indie, fucking kind of quirky, kind of quirky jazz. Like it's Ooh. almost like 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 dope like elevator music. I got a lot of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right up your alley. Yeah. So, dude, like, it's it's fucking awesome. It's not Ghost Trick level of soundtrack or Ghost Trick. I honestly is like probably like top 
20 soundtracks for me, which... Ghost I mean, Trick? Ghost Trick, yeah. It's a DS game that also recently came out on PlayStation. It sounds kind of underground. You fucking... Dude, I think you might like it. It's it's fucking cool, We're dude. connecting right now. Yeah, I want dude. To. It's fucking cool. You're smiling. Uh, and then... Uh, so I've been playing that. Uh, what, what else about, I've been what, playing? What happened to Zelda? I'm playing Zelda. I was gonna oh, say, oh. I was gonna say that for last. Oh, I was trying to think of anything else. Oh, that yeah, I've been he's playing. saving a little dessert piece for last. I thought you finally gave up on it. No, I'm playing. I'm trying to think of anything else. No, I think just Zelda. Um, I'm. I think like a hundred hours in now. Still have only done one of the temples. You look stressed out. So no, I'm not. I'm taking my sweet time. Have you built anything sweet? I have been. That's the thing is, I've been fucking around with just building stuff, and not even like the complicated stuff you see on online on YouTube. But like, I had like, dude, I had a two-hour session where I cut down a palm tree and put just a wheel on each end. And a steering column and just drove around and made challenges to myself of like, all right, I'm going to drive up this cliff and make my way to Hatena village and just like weave my way through Hatena with this long ass tree. It's like, you have to kind of like plan your turns while like, and like, I got really fucking good at it. We're like, it's almost like you're drifting around corners and stuff. And I'm like, dude, like while I was doing it, I'm like, dude, this is like, if not the best game of all time, like one of the best games of all time. Like, it's just like. I'm not even doing anything. I'm just driving this fucking tree log around and collecting Korok seeds and, like, have a, just this huge grin on my face the entire time. So you're a kid again. So we're a kid again. And then, like, I built, like, it. So then, like, I can go on the water. I just put a fan on it. So then I'm going across the water. And then as soon as you go into the onto the land, your vehicle just keeps going. And my ba- I got my batteries up enough where, like, you just drive forever. I think I have eight batteries now because I, I finally started caching and I learned kind of where to do that. Um, the underground stuff is cool. I think I'm I'm doing a good balance, where I could I could definitely see how the underground stuff, like if you do it too much, how it could get old. Cause it is that that part kind of copy pasted yeah. in a lot of way. Like if any criticisms about the game, like I think, like hopefully with some DLC, I, I hopefully they can fill out some of the underground stuff more, or the sky stuff, and just do something a little extra there. But like, it is satisfying just like grinding out um materials and getting the the bombs like the the muddle flowers or muddle buds or whatever they're called um which are super useful up on land so i like that kind of go underground to get useful stuff for stuff that you're gonna use above ground but i'm just having a blast like fucking around with the vehicles with the physics just doing stupid shit of like all right i'm gonna build like a box and then just like see what happens if i enclose myself in a box and try to tumble down a hill or like I'm going to, like, build this plane and then, like, make this, like, landing pad that I, like, create way farther out and put, like, a star on it so it doesn't disappear, so it stays there. And then I try to find my plane and, like, it landed exactly on. So you're doing pilot wings? Just, yeah, pilot wings. Just, and, like, that is, like, the joy of this game is, like, you can just, you can you can play it like you're, and do all the quests and have a good time. Like but you're like, a kid again. I'm a kid again. It's just, like, it's, like, the ultimate, like, toy box of just, like, you can, it almost feels like a lot, and it is, there's limits. But it feels limitless in a lot of ways of just like whatever your imagination can do. Like it's just it's such a blast, like such a joy. And I, I feel like I've barely touched. it. I think it's gonna take me honestly three hundred hours to like actually beat it. For, yeah, those are monster hours. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you're grinding. I'm loving it. I mean, it's, we call that grinding. It's fucking. It's so good. So yeah, that's I think all I'm playing. Rob, what about you? Uh, just pretty much doing some more zone. Uh. I played a little more Zelda than I quit for some reason. I think I was just getting a little too... A little burnt out. A little burnt out with the repetitiveness here and there. Um, but I know exactly what you're talking about, though, yeah. with the, the sandbox stuff. I might not have taken it to the level that you have with 
making platforms and you know <laughs> making planes that you can land on the platforms <laughs> but um i but mean yeah, I, I, no, I, I honestly think like you should just like go on there and like i think ha- some of the joy is like just fucking around and just build, even if you're building something that doesn't work seeing like honestly a lot of fun is just seeing how fucking disastrous some of like my oh, no, mechanisms can be yeah, like and then just laughing yeah, about so how much, much fun. it sucks yeah i yeah, know i've done that before yeah no, i know i i know exactly what you're talking about and or like to see how like big you can make things and like move it like i've done i've definitely done that um but yeah i haven't i guess i i guess maybe i just i've gotten through my phase with that and i just now i'm just trying to like get to the game and I was really like in, enjoying like seeing what was what what was new with the game and like what, I've kind of seen everything. Yeah, I kind of feel like I've met every enemy. Met... Did you do all the temples? No, no, I'm going to every temple. So cool. now I only have like two two more left to cool. do. Um, so, yeah, yeah, the enemies though, I I do agree. Like that's the one thing. Like I wish they just had like. They do do, like, kind of the invisible scaling of, like, enemies get stronger, like, the stronger you get in the game, which I can appreciate because not every yeah. fight is, like, then just, like, a breeze. I do but, like, like that. I do wish, like, they had more just, like, regional enemies and it wasn't just, like, the, the Bokoblins, like, in every Everywhere. area or yeah. the Zalfos in every area. Yeah, but... and it almost seemed like when I first started playing, like, it almost was that way, especially when I went underground and how in this... In, yes, and in, in the desert, they do have, like, specific enemies that some, are over there. Yeah. And so that, that it, it does happen to some degree. But, yeah, it's definitely... But I'd appreciate like, some more variety, especially right. to the combat. I think the combat's really, like, boring me, and, like, I hate, like, that my weapons keep breaking, and that... I don't know. And that, like, I get these great weapons that, like, are going to break. And then I did finally get the Master Sword. Um, so, thankfully, like, that, that was actually a really cool part cool. of the story, was getting that back. And, like, I haven't seeing, done that yet. Yeah, oh, that was one thing I did was go around and, and do all the glyphs cool. so that I could see all the rest of the story, which I did want to comment about it. That's annoying that it, like, doesn't play in order. I don't like that. Yeah, because you don't know which one no. to go to first. And so it's sure. like I would have appreciated some direction with that because it's like it's playing the story out of order. And so, like, I think, like, the first one I went to, I, like, saw, like, the like the major event that, like, happens, like, like some character dies, and it's just like, what? Right, like, totally. Uh, where's the build up to? I don't even know who this character was. For sure, like, for sure. Like that was that was annoying. It's such like a complicated issue though on like on this type of game that gives you this freedom. Like, but it wouldn't be that hard to do this. Just not you know, make. Just don't make it so the tears can't activate unless you go to one before the other. Yeah, but then that, I think that takes away from the kind of the do anything anytime. But that ruins, that's kind of the magic of the game story, in some though, way, though. When you're giving sure. me and give it to me in sections and like you're I, spoiling I can, things that I don't even no, get to know these characters. I, I completely yet. agree. Like I honestly, I would. Or be, the, I would be down for a little done, more. What they should have done yeah. was you could go to any of these glyphs, but the ones that you do should just play whatever the one right, that is right. next in the story. Yeah. Not one, but but I guess are, do the glyphs like the glyphs represent represent the story, the story too? Right. Which okay. yeah is that, is why they do it. Do it like no, that. but no, I completely agree, and that could I can definitely see that being like an issue. And that that's the thing. I didn't play Breath of the Wild for the story. I don't play most games, Zelda games for the story. I didn't either, but, but I'm, I get I'm it. Gonna though. criticize it. No, 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 for sure. Criticism. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Um, with the combat, uh, what what kept Elden Ring as fresh as it did for you? I think just like the fact that when you would pick up a new weapon that like the the entire like movement set would be different on yep. your character and that you could have you really had like way more control over customizing what your character does and I think that removes a lot 
like repetitiveness isn't so bad when you get the customization with your own characters and it doesn't feel so repetitive and especially totally. with elden ring yep because like you change the weapon you change it your stats different. you can like be a completely different character the way you're like you can use magic now yeah. and like yeah i mean yeah oh, I the builds that, that you can do are just like out of this world so definitely I, I think maybe that's why i would like maybe elden ring better than this one but i was definitely i mean tears of the kingdom's definitely up there is yeah for like sure no i games. and i get that i think and part of it is too is like your how you approach the combat is like how much because you can do the same thing in, in zelda in every combat scenario but you could also mess around and do fucking crazy and things I, build and machines. i've done that too you've done that no i like I not, it and i think that's a pretty common complaint online of of still of yeah it's better than breath of the wild a little more variety but it's still it's not on like a souls level yeah like they what they should have done was i mean what you get you have three different weapons that have three different attacks right you've got a two-handed sword a short one-handed sword and your shield and then you have spear spear i guess you have, there's a whip too that you can like make but that's not really a weapon that you can just pick up you have to you know so i mean it, it does seem like i don't know there are some differences to like combat but it again it's still like you know the way you dodge and like kind of like wait I don't know. It could be a little bit more finesse. Which I'm having trouble compared to Breath of the Wild with like the flurry rush. Like I can't activate that as much. I was gonna say I can't really. I don't know what like what I'm doing wrong, but it's not like it's a big issue because it's not like a lot of the fights require it. But like I feel like I'm like missing the time. Or you'll activate it when you don't mean to. Totally. Yeah. 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 For sure. But no, Zelda. Yeah, I'm fucking loving it. Um, but no, I people when people have complaints like you do, totally get it. I'm not like gonna defend the game in that way it's just like for me right now like breath of the wild was like my vibe game like i'd be perfectly happy just hunting down korok seeds like i'm kind of weird like that i'm just like i think i have like 400 now I definitely... i'll just go on at night and hunt down like five six seven of them and then we still on an edible at this point driving around <laughs> uh, yes it was an arcade fire <laughs> no I usually usually listen to the Number one video game podcast, low level podcast. While, while Which playing one? Some, uh, low level podcast. That's right. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, that one. Yes. No, it's a it's a good podcast game when I'm not looking to progress like the story, where I'm looking just to fuck around a bit. Yeah. But otherwise, like when I'm doing new shit, I'll I'll pay attention to the game. But no, I I fucking love it. It's so good. Yeah, the the world and its characters and like uh, the some of the like the bigger quests are definitely keep me wanting to play that game just because I don't know they are interesting and it's yeah. it's Zelda so it's it. it it's got some dry humor to it as well so yeah cool right on what are you playing uh yeah i'm playing boulders gate 3 i'm playing remnant 2 and i'm also playing dark and darker boulders gate 3 start with that okay boulders gate 3 um crpg uh early access early access for like two years two years it was Um, just act one was playable right yep and now it's fully released uh phenomenal game so far Larian Studios. Yep, Larian Studios. I, from my single player playthrough to the multiplayer playthrough I did with uh, one of the Mud Brothers, completely different outcomes for things. So cool. Just uh, so much unique decision making, and uh, just uh, it's gonna be a, f- a fantastic ride all the way through. I mean, a lot of D and D elements, and uh, I think. Everybody should give it a go just because it's, it's it's super fun. I don't know. 
Uh, Remnant Two, because you because you play you play D and D like in real for real. Yeah, like how I mean, much I, we, is made it, our, how, we made our we made our like D and D. Um, I mean the the classes, the spells, the the dice rolling on certain things. Is it hard? Yeah, game's really hard. Cool. Um, but me and uh, Nate made our characters from our last campaign in the game to continue on because they were killed off because we stopped playing. So it was like, oh, sweet. We're back. Yeah. We didn't die. Cool. Yeah, so. Uh, Remnant 2, though, that's the one I'm like, that's the game I've just been absolutely obsessed with. Um, everything about that game is great. I mean, it's a looter shooter. Uh, there's secret classes you can unlock. There's, you know, it's a, got like a procedurally generated world, so you don't always run into the same thing every time you go into certain areas. And uh, the first game I absolutely loved, and so this game is just like built upon every aspect of it. Better in pretty much every way. Yep. Cool. And I guess a fun fun little fact about it: one of the classes they were, it was only found because people data mined the game, and the developers put it there on purpose for people to data mine, and that's how they unlocked the Archon class. So super super cool, like all the stuff they hide in the game. And don't really tell you about. Oh, because it wasn't even something that was like in previews or anything. No, nope. wow. nope. And you have that's to go cool. discover it. It's got that outer wilds like discovery nice. kind of feeling. So that's why I'm just like absolutely loving the game so far. Cool. And then dark, dark and darker. I mean, I was sad when it got taken down off of Steam, and now uh, Iron Mace has kind of taken it upon themselves to reinstate it in their own way with their own launcher, uh, not on Steam, and still during all this litigation, but. Um, it's back and people are, people are playing it. I mean, there was 27,000 people on there when I played at like eight in the morning. Pretty decent. Yeah. Concurrent users. Yep. What kind of game is this again? It's like a extraction. It's like hunt showdown. So it's like a PVPVE extraction game, except this takes place in like your, it's medieval. So wizard, druid, fighter, cleric, all these D&D classes. Yeah. And it's just got this charm to it that makes you want to play it because it's hardcore. And so you got to actually, you have to learn how to play the game to be good at it. You can't just be like running, running gun. Or Aren't most of like the PV, like the extraction shooters hardcore? Like Yeah, I mean, Hunt Showdown's pretty Hunt hard. Showdown and, and I, then. I love that game. What's the other one? Uh, Tarkov. Tarkov. Yeah, but Tarkov's Tarkov. full of hackers and stuff. Uh, yeah, I've seen the videos on that. It's terrible. Sure. But yeah, Hunt Showdown, and I would say they're the same thing, just with a different genre slapped on it. And, uh, and then uh, Marathon. Marathon when it comes out, oh, yeah. Yeah, the trailer was dope. Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see what that is, see like a AAA extraction shooter. But Hunt Showdown just hit their most concurrent, like peak concurrent players. So wow. They're, still growing? Still growing. It's been out for a while, too. 2018 or 2019? Say at least like three or four years, probably. Yeah. Wow. Great game. Cool. It's actually, my friends are actually playing right now, and I'm just like, oh, do I go home and play, or do I go to bed? <laughs> so, Cool. But uh, yeah, that should wrap up uh, episode 25 of the podcast. Uh, we will see you guys on the next one. Peace out. Later. Later. Later.